I said, salvation is found in no one else. There is no other name under heaven given to mankind by which we must be saved. It is the name of Jesus, the name that is above every name. At the name of Jesus, every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. We praise you, Jesus. We're not going anywhere, church. Let's just give him praise right now. We're not moving forward until we give the name of Yeshua praise. We praise you, Jesus. We lift you up, Lord. Press in, church. Praise you. Worthy, worthy, worthy are you, Lord. Worthy is the lamb that was slain for me. Praise you, Jesus. Come on, church. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. No other name. No other name. No other name. Jesus. 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 Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. We live in a fallen world, but we serve a risen king. Praise you, Jesus. Yes, we live in a fallen world, but we serve a risen king. He is alive. Woo-hoo-hoo. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. I want to thank each and every one of you for coming out today. I am so excited. I'm just so excited to hear what the Lord has to say and speak today, and um, I just want to thank each and every one of you for coming out. Uh, Just to mention, I'm sure most of you know, Pastor Lisa and Brother Ken uh, will be back next week, so we're looking forward to that. I want to begin by reading from Psalm 46, and in the Aramaic translation, Our God is a strong house of refuge. And he has found to us, our helper, always in times of trouble. Therefore, we will not fear when the earth quakes and the mountains quake and the heart of the seas. Their waters shall be troubled and return and the mountains will be moved by his strength. The streams of the rivers will rejoice in the city of our God. It is the holy place, the dwelling of the highest. God is within it. It will not shake. God will help it at daybreak. The nations raged and the kingdoms moved. He raised his voice and the earth shook. Lord Jehovah of hosts is with us. Amen. And our helper is the God of Jacob. Come, behold the works of God, who does wonders in the earth. 
He stops wars from the ends of the earth. He breaks the bows and breaks spears and burns chariots and fire. Return and know that I am God. I am exalted among the nations, and I am exalted in the earth. We will exalt you, Lord Jesus. Lord Jehovah of hosts is with us, and our helper is the God of Jacob. Amen to that. Thank you, Jesus. On a day like today, when the world is celebrating evil, we, the children of God, find shelter in the wings of the Almighty. We, the children of God, exult in Jesus. No matter where you find yourself, there is an impenetrable force of protection for the believer. It never fails. Never fails, church. I declare to you that even though we may live in a fallen world, again, we serve a risen king. All light and perfection abides in the kingdom that he has given us. And I declare the kingdom repels all darkness. When we speak truth, it repels the enemy. The enemy does not sit around on the doorstep of your mind waiting to see what happens. It repels him. It forces him out. It forces him out of, away from your camp. We stand, God performs. I said, we stand, God performs. We stand and God performs on our behalf. Let's turn to James 4, 7. Submit to God. Submit to his word. Stand against Satan. And the scripture says, he will flee from you. It says, he will flee from you. Are you standing on the word today for something in particular? Are you standing on the word for healing well, I declare to you that sickness must flee you. Are you standing on the word for a job? I declare to you that lack must flee you. Are you standing on the word for restoration in your family, peace within your borders? I declare to you that division and strife will flee you when you seek shelter in his word. The very thing that you're bringing under the lordship of Christ Jesus, the enemy is forced to flee you. Legally, he cannot stay because we have a covenant with God, nor does he want to stay. For he knows that his time is running out. And we, the church, remind him of that every single day. Praise you, Jesus. Yes, the key is to submit to his word. The enemy is driven out of your camp, driven out through the word. He is not able 
nor allowed to go any further on grounds that you tread your foot upon in faith. I declare he will not advance into your territory. In fact, he will run from you. You who seek shelter in God's goodness, in Jesus' name, God will guard your territory. God will guard your home. He will guard your life. We can trust him with this. Let's turn to Proverbs 16.3. Commit to the Lord whatever you do, and your plans will succeed. Bring it to the Lord, whatever it is you're doing. Submit it under his lordship. You see, when we commit it to him, he cares about you. Therefore, he cares about what you're bringing to him. It doesn't matter how small it is. It doesn't matter how small you think it is. He cares. Because it concerns you, his beloved. Find it in the word. Stand and see the salvation of the Lord. Do not fear the enemy. Why fear that which is defeated? Amen? The enemy's goal is to frighten you. To get you to stand still in your tracks with threats, like the roars of a lion intended to freeze its prey. Scripture says he goes about seeking whom he may devour. I declare to you that as blood-bought children of the Most High, we say, shut up, Satan. You will not devour me. Your roars sound like me, like the sound to me like the squealing and squawking of a dying pig. Your time is up. Get behind me, Satan. You will not go any further. We, as the beloved of God, have an inheritance that is untouched and irrevocable. It is ours. And no darkness can alter it or hinder it. Praise Jesus. Beloved, the enemy has nothing. No insight. No master plan. Never did, never will. No intel into the things of God. We can see this played out when the enemy thought that he had Jesus when he was in the tomb. He thought he won. Praise Jesus. He he thought it was over. The amazing truth is Christ conquered death. And he has now given us a way out from corruption, from decay, and from death. Because why? Because my Savior rose from the dead. He rose from the dead. So the enemy 
He has nothing. 1 Corinthians 2, verse 7 through 8. We declare God's wisdom, a mystery that has been hidden and that God did destined for our glory. Praise Jesus. Before time began. None of the rulers of this age understood it, for if they had, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. What the enemy meant for evil, God turned for good. And that's what he's doing in our lives turning things for good. He's turning everything for good, beloved. It terrifies the devil to know that God reveals his truth to us and tells us of things to come. The one who destroyed hell itself speaks to you and me. Praise Jesus. Think about how Jesus went into hell itself, foiled the plans of the devil and stole the keys of death and the grave. Jesus went into enemy lines, enemy lines for you and me, and even gave us intel on the enemy. In a war, intel is information on the enemy, information that uh, gives good information for the people to be able to defeat the enemy. Jesus has taught us that the devil is defeated taught us that our enemy has nothing, and taught us that the enemy is empty and void of all power. Let's turn to 1 John chapter 2. 1 John chapter 2. First John. Praise you, Lord. Verse 12 through 14. Listen to the, what this says. I write to you, children, that your sins have been forgiven because of his name. I write to you, fathers, that you have known him who is from the beginning. I write to you, young men, listen, young men, that you have conquered the evil one. Praise Jesus. I write to you, children, that you have known the Father. Did you hear that, young men? I write to you that you have conquered the evil one. You hear that? This is the victory over lust. This is the victory over pornography. Praise Jesus. This is the victory over lust. Jesus has come back from the dead. Alive! To tell you, he has stripped the devil. He's squawking like a pig, church. Don't believe the lies that say it's hopeless. You messed up too much. How can things ever change? The devil knows what the word does in the mouth of the believer. Exactly what it was sent forth to accomplish. And it terrifies him. The devil saw what David did to Goliath. The devil saw how Daniel rested in the lion's den. It petrified him. 
our God comes to our rescue every single time. We are today the people of demonstration, tremendous faith, and boldness. And we stare down all things that exalt themselves against our God. And we cast it down. We cast it down, church, through the power of the Holy Ghost. All darkness that would try to enter our camps, cast it down. We've been empowered through God's very presence, His Holy Word, to resist all manner of darkness. I don't care how dark it tries to present itself, whether it's the label of depression or the label of panic attacks or any of that. These names are all under the blood, all redeemable, all reconcilable. The kingdom God has made us partakers, and under it, it will show you your true self, the person God has made you to be from the beginning, a man, a woman of dominion. The kingdom will teach you how to properly operate because you are not of this world, so don't observe its customs. Praise Jesus. Praise you, Lord. When you shield yourself in his word, Jesus will make you to transcend all lack. He will make you to transcend all darkness. Transcend meaning to be or go beyond the range or limits. So I ask you, where is the enemy trying to limit you today? Where is fear bombarding you the most? Where might you be trusting the Lord the least? Run to God in that area, beloved, and stand your ground. As Jesus walked in the water, he transcended the laws of nature. He transcended logic. He transcended fear. He transcended what man thought was possible. My God is a God of supply. And he supplies me with everything I need to be exactly like him. Philippians 4.19. Philippians 4.19. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. And the peace of God, how awesome it is that we can experience the peace of God. It transcends all understanding. It will guard my heart and my mind in Christ Jesus. When the world is in turmoil, may we all be found in this peace, which takes us to the very arms of Jesus. His peace will carry you above your current circumstances to green pastures and still waters. 
There is nothing that can refute this peace that God is giving you. No circumstance can change it. Nothing the enemy that can throw your way will hinder it. Never yield to oppression. Never yield to condemnation. Resist it. For the scripture says in Romans 4, 8, Happy, joyful, blessed is the man to whom God will not reckon his sins. There's no, there no longer exists a divide between you and your God. The blood has made peace. The blood has made peace. Any hindrance is simply a lie from the devil. Lies are the only weapon in his arsenal. He has no truth in him. It is vital that we grasp that when fear knocks on our door, it is not from the Lord. Simple concept, but crucial. We remember it in the moment. When you know something doesn't come from God, you are free and empowered to completely refute it and disregard it right at the doorstep of your mind. You say, for God has not given me a spirit of fear. He's not given me a spirit of fear. Truth carriers, we do not yield to lies. We are those who usher in the kingdom of God. And we never settle for, well, we just live in a fallen world. This is not the reality for us. We live in a kingdom of a risen king. This world may be fallen. Yes, it is passing away, but it is not taking one single thing from me that I possess in the word of God. Praise Jesus. Hope is in our blood. Hope is in our hearts. Praise you, Jesus. How wonderful it is to know that God delights in me. How wonderful it is to know that God delights in each and every one of you. It truly pleases him to live in each and every one of your hearts. That's awesome. Praise you, Lord. Colossians 1.19 For in him all fullness is pleased to dwell. Colossians 2, 9 through 10. For all the fullness of the deity dwell in him bodily, and you also are completed in him. Thank you, Jesus. It pleases God the Father to dwell in your heart. It pleases the Son, Jesus Christ, to dwell in your hearts. It pleases the Holy Spirit to dwell in each and every one of your hearts. We want to know what pleases God. Amen. I'm talking about being so in love with God. A heart that has been so miraculously changed from dead works to good works that you seek the knowledge of what pleases Him. Not for justification, because we have that with the blood, but because we love Him. Because we love Him. And we have been so overwhelmed with His love that we can't help but do 
what pleases him. Praise you, Lord. Colossians 1, 9 through 10. Again, uh, 1, 9 through 10. Colossians chapter 1, verse 9 through 10. Reading from the Aramaic. We do not cease to pray for you and to request that you be filled with the knowledge of the pleasure of God in all wisdom and in all spiritual understanding that you would walk according to what is right and that you would please God in all good works and yield fruit and increase in the knowledge of God. It pleases him when we learn of him, when we seek him with all of our hearts, when we choose faith, when we walk and talk like Jesus, when we yield to him. For no other name brings God delight than the name of his only begotten son, Yeshua. The name is an impenetrable, irreversible sanctuary where we dwell with a fully satisfied and righteous, holy God. He is satisfied, praise Jesus. Delight yourself in Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. The world boasts of in inclusivity, boasts of love, boasts of acceptance, while the world tears one another apart. What they speak of is not love. Love is found only in the revelation of Jesus. The world boasts in anything and everything so long as it doesn't mention or depend on Jesus. Again, the scripture is clear. Acts 4.12 Salvation is found in no one else. There is no other name under heaven given to mankind by which we must be saved. No other religion. No other belief system. It is only through the name of Jesus Christ. Jesus said, I, 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 I am the way. I am the truth and I am the life. No one comes to the Father but by me. He made it perfectly clear. He made it plain. He drew a line in the sand and he said, I am salvation. I am your salvation. Praise Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Colossians 1, verse 17 through 18. Jesus is before all things, and by him all things consist. All things are held together. Everything. Our lives, our relationships, our finances, our peace at home. It's all held together by Jesus. And he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from among the dead, that in all things he might have the preeminence. I love that word preeminence, meaning he is surpassing all 
other things in our lives. Everything. May our Lord Jesus hold preeminence. May he be above all things in our lives and in our hearts. May Jesus be our supreme pursuit. In these end times, we are to make sure to watch our footing. Watch where we set our feet. Make sure in all the things we invest while here on earth, that now more than ever, Jesus might have the preeminence. The world is drying up. But the rivers of the Spirit are flowing mightier than ever. We are experiencing right now a supernatural provision that transcends all logic of the world. This provision it doesn't depend on monetary means, nor on the sustenance of this world. Man shall not live by bread alone. It is defined by power and established by holiness. The Holy Spirit will flow in us, providing our every need. Many distractions will try and persuade and entice, but only one thing will satisfy you in a sun-scorched land, and it is his word. His word makes your land flow with milk and honey. These are the days of tremendous contrast. Full of the fire of God, that's you, versus the desert of the world, Always remember that the war of light against dark has always been one-sided. It's always been one-sided. Jesus has never lost a battle. Praise Jesus as his disciples. You too can boast of this. I declare in Jesus' name that I will not lose I have the victory right now. I receive it, I have it, and I walk in it. Like a roaring lion, the enemy only has theatrics. It's only pressure. It's appearances of threats. Remember that. God has handed us the keys to the kingdom, and that kingdom is forever. Our Lord Jesus has invested in our good outcome. He is invested in our good outcome, and he will complete the good work in us. He will be faithful to us always. I love this scripture, Psalm 48, 14. Forty-eight, fourteen. For this God is our God, 
forever and ever. He will be our guide even to the end. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you for being our faithful companion, Lord Jesus. We can count on you always. We lean on your everlasting arms. We abide in your presence always. Your Holy Spirit goes with us wherever we go, showing us the heart of God, teaching us Jesus, showing us Jesus. That's what we want, Lord. We want more of Jesus in our lives. Amen to that, church. We want more of you, Lord. We want more of you. We press into you, Lord Jesus, and you press into us. We know that in difficult times, we don't have to fear. We don't have to look to the left or the right. Or We know where our help comes from. We know where to run to. We know whose arms we are always welcome into, and that's Jesus. No mistake can change it. No flaw can change it or alter it. It's always there. You're always accepting us, always eager to bless. You are more eager to bless than I am to ask. You are more eager to pour out blessings upon me and upon everyone here. Your eagerness to bless is overwhelming. Your eagerness to pour out and heap on blessings to where my cup overflows, it's overwhelming, Lord Jesus, how good you are. And it's all in your word, all revealed in your word. And we thank you for the Holy Spirit that causes these words to jump out from the page and to just take root into our hearts, deep within our hearts, that we know you more intimately, more Jesus, that we know you more intimately, and that we go out and share that relationship with those around us, Lord Jesus, that we go out into the world full, full, not depending on any man-made system or man-made thing or none of that, but that we go out into the world full of the fire of God, ready to do your work, ready to do the things that please you, Lord. We praise you. The Holy Spirit will guide you always in this dark world. You need not fear because the scripture has promised the enemy will flee you when you stand on the word. The Lord has brought you victory in his name. He will make you through the Holy Spirit to transcend this world and its worldly thought processes when you yield to him. Find your security in knowing God is pleased with you, knowing that he is pleased with Jesus. Psalm 47. Psalm 47. Clap hands, all you peoples, and sing to God 
in a voice of praise. Why? Because Lord Jehovah is exalted and he is awesome. He is the great king over all the earth, for he has subdued for us the nations under us and the peoples under our feet. He has chosen us for his inheritance and the honor of Jacob, whom he loved. God went up in glory. Lord Jehovah, with the sound of the trumpet, sing to God in glory, sing to our king, because the king of the whole earth is Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Sing praise to him. God reigns over the nations. God sits upon his holy throne. The rulers of the nations were turned to the God of Abraham because the dominion of the earth are God's, and he is greatly exalted. And today, Lord Jesus, we just give you praise. We exalt your holy name. If you want to play piano, I'll do something. We exalt you, Jesus. You have preeminence, Lord Jesus. You have utmost importance in our lives, and we lift you up above all the things in our lives. And with eyes closed, heads bowed, just begin to thank him for who he is. Thank him that he is God. Thank him that he is holy. Thank him for being your savior, for rescuing you from hell, for rescuing your life and redeeming your life. We praise you, Lord. And this rescue is intended for the whole world. For God so loved the whole world that he gave his one and only son. And for those who are listening online, Jesus is for you. Jesus shed his blood for you. And today, you can dine with him. Today, you can be with Jesus in his very presence right now by simply calling on his name, accepting him into your heart, renouncing all other idols, and giving him first place in your heart that he would have supremacy in your heart. So pray this prayer right now. Dear Father, I call on the name of Jesus. He died for me. He went in my place, died on the cross, rose from the dead, and has given me eternal life. I accept this payment for my sins. I accept it and I receive it and now I am made holy 
because of the blood. I am made holy because of Jesus. And at this time, let's pass out communion cups. We have open communion here at River City Church.